This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapps. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Making Song. She is a social media reporter and FOMO creator in the United Kingdom. Making, thanks for joining us. Thanks for inviting me, Christoph. How are you? Doing great. A little, uh, the weather, it's a little rainy out, but that's better than two feet of snow. (laughs) How about you? Amazing. Yeah, it's it's been a lovely afternoon, actually. Um, So, uh, yeah, um, a little bit sunny, which is lovely. Awesome. And where are you located in the UK? So I'm based in the north of England in a city called Sheffield. We uh, So we connected on Twitter, and of course, that's one way you can connect with anybody nowadays. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Twitter's my favorite, favorite platform. So it's an absolute honor to be invited uh, on your podcast. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining. So FOMO, let's get started. First of all, uh, what, what is a high-level definition for brands? I mean, I'm guessing many people know what that stands for, what it means, but what does it what does it mean? So, uh, High-level uh, definition of FOMO, I'm sure a lot of people know what it means, um, but give us your definition and, and why do brands, uh, why, do they, why, should, why should they care about it? Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, there may be people who don't know, um, but uh, uh, FOMO means fear of missing out. And from a branding perspective or for a, a business perspective, it's really about amplifying their message out onto social media. Um, and uh, knowing uh, how to do that when you are at a live event, um, you know, it's about um, standing out, really. So what I've done for uh, businesses in the past is um, they've uh, hired me to represent them uh, whilst they are at an event. And it's, um, you know, it, it's about using uh, the socials like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and LinkedIn. And uh, just um and being part of the conversation that they are at so at an event typically there will be a hashtag and if you get involved in the conversation get involved in the hashtag then people who are following that hashtag will see your brand um you know getting involved in in the conversation and if people like what they see then they'll be inquisitive to know uh, to click on your profile figure out who it is, what you do, uh, and then, um, you know, and then it's an opportunity for you to take uh, the business relationship to the next level. And when we talk about um, creating a fear of missing out for businesses, I mean, what what can a business talk about to, you know, to keep people engaged and keep them coming back for more? I mean, do, what's a good example? So, um you know, as I say, you know, a lot of uh, businesses and brands, they may be um, going to an event or they may be sponsoring an event or uh, they may be speaking 
at the event. And so, um, you know, a lot of uh, companies will be engaging with the people who are actually there. But what about the people who are outside on social media, who are sitting on the fence, watching the hashtag, seeing how the event is? And that's the, those are the people that we're uh, targeting as well as the people that are um, actually at the event. So, you know, when you go to a conference, you are there to, you know, listen to the speakers, you are there to network, work so in order to uh, create FOMO for your own business you're like a social reporter Mm -hmm. and so you are um, you know you are documenting what the speakers are talking about you are maybe um, summarizing um, a chat that you may have had with a fellow attendee you may even speak to uh, one of the sponsors and you know and summarize what it is you've spoken and so you know typically at a a conference um, especially if you use um, uh, Instagram stories or Twitter, you know, people who follow the hashtag, you, you know, they will see all these conversations under that, um, that one hashtag. But if you're constantly uh, reporting, constantly uh, creating great information, then people will uh, have a look and see uh, who you are and, and what it is you do. If you're talking on your account, you are certainly trying to engage the people but you know, also people who are not there. So that's one thing to, to keep in mind. So even on my Twitter account, there's like 72,000 people. Uh, there's no conference in the world where they're ever all gonna be there, right, when I'm there. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. That's exactly right. And, you know, when you are, um, you know, when, when you are tweeting or Instagram or fa- Facebooking, as you say, you know, your followers will be intrigued. And uh, and this is where the, the FOMO kicks in. They may be thinking, oh, you know, wh- what is this event that Christoph is going to? Maybe I need to find out more. So, you know, if you if you um, ha- if you're not able to create um, the amount of uh, social media, live social media posts um, that you know if you're not used to doing that then it's better to hire somebody who can do that so you know for myself um typically i would tweet 1200 tweets uh, a day um i can create you know um about 70 instagram posts 20 uh uh, sorry 17 instagram stories uh, a day 20 instagram posts uh, maybe six or seven mini blogs on linkedin uh, and i do that all live or from my phone and so if you have someone who's dedicated to create um lots of live social media for you then that you know that will enable people to (laughs) go back have a look at the hashtag see you know, see your name everywhere. And if they, you know, if they look at the content and it's really intriguing, then they will definitely click on and find out more about you. That's the whole idea, uh, whole idea behind FOMO. So really, you know, content creation at an event is not a slash task for somebody who's already doing something else. Uh, it is a full-time job, right? Um, and of course, now we have more and more channels. I mean, I'm just thinking about, let's move away from events in a second here, but but I mean, I remember going to events and basically uh, you're tweeting, you're putting stuff on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, depending on what the brand is. And now we have um, podcasts. Right. And so now like this one, we're just recording. We're not live streaming. Uh, but there is a way you can also live stream from conferences or really anywhere. Right. And, and, and some days um, my live stream gets sometimes more views than the, the podcast or listen. Um, so there's more and more tools. How do you, uh, how do you prioritize what to, what channels to use? 
it, it, it depends on uh, it, it depends on the uh, the client really. So um, I've done um, I've represented clients where uh, Twitter is not their main platform. So you know I'm sure you and I know that um, conferences and and the use of hashtags, Twitter tends to be the platform for that. But I have done events where uh, I've just concentrated on Instagram and um, and other uh, um, other events where I've just concentrated on Facebook. So it actually depends on the client itself and what they're trying to achieve so um, you know for some clients their hope their main goal is uh, to sell tickets for their next event so you know the conference organizers hired me to do exactly that and um, I have had um, a sponsor who has hired me and what they want me to do is to create just lots of social media content so that they see um, you know they see their name uh, people will see their name and then they will register um, to um, get involved, you know, to, to register to get uh, involved in a particular program. And then there's other um, uh, other clients where uh, I've gone into a Facebook and created lots of uh, Facebook lives so I'm actually you know like a roving reporter I have a branded mic representing my client and I've gone into the Facebook group and do uh, live interviews with attendees and again you know FOMO is all about creating that buzz creating that high energy so that people who are looking and you know looking at the event thinking oh my gosh what's this I need to get onto the next event or you know oh who you know who is this um you know, who is this uh, uh, business? I need to find out more about them. So um, it, it, it depends on the client who, where their main audience is and what their goal is. But, um, you know, for, for a lot of my clients, I typically would do two or three platforms at the same time. Um, so, you know, it can be a combination of Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn or um, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, and I've and I've also done uh, events where it's just the one platform as well. So, and so, uh... hi, Christoph. I, I lost you there. I just lost you here too. Create FOMO when. Sorry, Christoph. <laughs> Are you there? Hi, Christoph. Uh, can you create FOMO when it's not uh, an event? Uh, yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah. Um, there are... Um, so, there, you know, we want to try and amplify a message for a particular... Um, for a particular brand and so it tends to be linked to a campaign whether it's a conference or uh, a um, um, yeah a particular campaign you know like a brand awareness uh, campaign something like that um, and so it's um, it, it's really about um, you know giving value to uh, to your audience really in whatever capacity so you know you've got social media marketing which is an ongoing building relationships uh, engaging with people and so on but creating FOMO is about creating buzz amplifying your message so it tends to be tug it tends to be related to an event or a particular campaign so um, 
Yeah, so as I say, I, I have um, I had created uh, FOMO before, and we we have we've actually called it pre-FOMO. So um, you know, it, it is related to an eventual um, uh, event, but um, so uh, what we've done is actually amplified the message to. Um, raise awareness about the particular brand to let people know that there is an up-and-coming event that's happening uh, and that is regarded as pre-FOMO so it's kind of like a, a social media marketing strategy but again you, you know you're, you're wanting to really create that excitement create that buzz why do you want people to come and so it's not it's um it's slightly different to, um, you know, current social media strategies because you want people to get excited about it. You want people to think, you know, why do I come? And, you know, with a lot of uh, social media strategies at the moment, it tends to be buy my ticket. You should come here because. And, uh, and so it doesn't really make it about the people who are coming to the event. It, um, it makes it about the conference organiser. So if we switch it on its head and make it about the actual attendees, and why they should come okay um and create that excitement help people to understand what the value is um help people to understand what they're going to get when they get there um that that is how it's possible for a brand to create FOMO for themselves but the, the end target is a particular campaign be it a, an event or um you know um they've got something they want you know they want to sell for a particular period or something like that so when it, when it comes to an event, let's say you're at an event here, and how do you find the balance? So when you say 1,200 tweets, um, I can't do the math in my here, but that's a lot of tweets, right, <laughs> during, the, during the conference. At what point do people say that's too much, or is, is there such a breaking point? There's no, there's no such thing as uh, too much because if um, if someone's following you and um, you know they're seeing all these tweets, they you know and and they're you know it, it's uh, filling up their inbox and they can just mute you. Um, and so, you know, for me, it's about you know helping my client. Um, and so, you know, their goal is to be on, you know, in the minds of, of uh, everybody. And so the, um, and so the purpose is to, you know, to, uh, to get in the minds. And so it has to be, you know, tweeting, you know, constantly. So, um, and, and the thing is, uh, in reality, with social media, you know, no one is going to be watching your account 24 seven, so, you know, if on that particular um, time frame, that particular day, you, you know, you tend to be tweeting a lot or you're posting a lot and it's, it's taking up someone's inbox and they can just mute it and just come back to it another time. And uh, so I, I, I don't I don't believe that there there is uh, such a thing as there too much, um, because especially if you create really good content that and that's the other thing so you know what i do when i am um uh, creating live social media posts i'm not just documenting what the speakers are saying and regurgitating what they're saying and that's i'm actually creating a story and putting uh context I'm also doing interviews with people. So I'm creating lots of different types of uh, content for, um, for the clients for that particular day or um, the, you know, those two particular days or whatever, uh, however long the event is. And the one thing I love too about Twitter, so I've used this a few times now, is you can do a Twitter thread. So for example, if I'm covering a speaker, 
right? I can I can start the the thread and say something, and then add more comments. And there's two ways to do it, right? You can do it. You can send them all at once. I don't know what the limit is for tweets in a thread, um, or you can uh, add them to that. So have everything together. I don't. Have you tried that before? Um, I haven't. No, um, but that you know that that's a really a really great idea. Uh, and I think also as well, uh, what I've done in the past actually is I've created um, a post um, in another platform and then I've repurposed it into Twitter and that has generated, um, you know, so maybe a LinkedIn post that I've written, which is about um, 1200 characters can equate to about seven or eight tweets so I've, d- I've done it that way but I haven't created a thread live as it were but there might, that might be something that I could try uh, going forward there you go you heard it <laughs> um, hashtag collaboration um, so when, when you go to conferences I do see a lot of people posting what I would really call crap and I mean if somebody's offended by it, I, I, my apologies, but content really annoying to people, right? Crap. And um, they say things like, we're now at this conference. We just landed. Um, join us at booth 52,529. <laughs> and first of all, do you know what I'm talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely. And, and, you know, a lot of times, first of all, a lot of conferences, they don't display the booth numbers very well. So that's a totally dumb way to tell people where you are. Some conferences are better. But if everybody does that, that, that is definitely not FOMO, correct? Absolutely. And, and this is why, um, this is why FOMO uh, is quite different to, you know, current social media uh, strategies. So with that guy, you know, with that company who is um, exhibiting at an event, They've got a huge opportunity to really get involved in that conversation for that exhibition. So, um, you know, yeah, we don't know where stand P67 is. So why don't you create some content, create video and say, hey, we're at this exhibition and, you know, walk people, create a a video and walk people through the door, you know, where to get them and, and where to find them. And a lot of uh, exhibitors, they're waiting for people to come to their stand. Again, that's a missed opportunity. You know, in order to create um, FOMO for yourself, why not create some live social media posts whilst you're there? And don't make it, you know, don't make it just about yourself. You know, get, you know, go and talk to somebody. Go and talk to the next, um, you know, to the exhibitor next door. Or, you, you know, walk around the room or, you know, um, maybe, um, if you are able to, you know, grab an attendee, you've had a great conversation with them, get, you know, get on video. And this is this is what I'm trying to um, help um, brands understand that when you are at an event, if you're exhibiting, if you are sponsoring, you've got an amazing opportunity not only to connect with the people who come to your stand, but there's loads of people out there who don't know who you are or, or can't find your stand. So create some content, use that hashtag to try and get, draw people in, you know, um, 
and you can do that with you know live video you can do that with tweets you can do that with instagram stories instagram posts that kind of stuff don't wait you don't wait for people to come because they won't you know some people may come but if they can't find you give them an opportunity to find you you know um and um and yeah you know people really connect with you better if you know if you uh, do a quick video um and uh, you know as i say don't make it all about yourself and that's how you can create fomo for yourself if you're exhibiting well and they're kind of different audiences right i mean the people that stop at your booth are the people most of them that are just walking by and they see your booth and you draw them in somehow the people that are watching on social media um they're a different audience right and most of them are probably not even there anyways um yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly right. And you know, you never know on, you know, if you, if you are at a booth, you're not going to be um, busy all day. So why not use that time rather than waiting around looking at your phone, catching, catching up on emails, create some live social media content, because you never know if there was someone who was, who wasn't able to come to the event, but they want to see, you know, what's happening. And so if you're creating constant um, live content, then they will see your name. And if they keep seeing your name, then eventually they'll click on your um, profile and see what you're all about. And so what are the ingredients for, for creating good content? What's, what, what, what's in a good story in your opinion? It has to be variety. Um, so, you know, I, I think when people are at uh, an event, they will, you know, they, they will record uh, what the speaker has, you know, what a, a speakers have said, uh, which is great, you know, g- you know, getting good quotes. But we need more. And in this instance, in this particular instance, for uh, for an event, uh, an exhibition, trade show, whatever, quantity is just as important as quality, especially because, um, as we know, Christoph, you know, tweets, um, the the lifespan of the tweets very short. So if you keep creating lots and lots of content, then your name will be top of mind. Um, So, um, but vary your content don't make it just about yourself um you know as i say talk about the ex- uh, exhibitor next door why not document you know a great conversation that you just had or you know you you've um you've had some great food you know why don't you give some um you know some publicity to the um to the stall holders who are providing food um doing a quick summary of what you've heard so far you know we we want we want people to um you know, really capsulate what what's actually happening at the event, and so you are a reporter. So report about what's what's going on, but make make it kind of um, varied. You know, it could be a mixture of photographs, mixture of video, mixture of interviews, uh, mixture of um, you know selfies, uh, mixture of you know th- there could be some incredible things that are happening at the exhibition you know or maybe um you know entertainment you know recording entertainment you know that kind of stuff so uh it's about thinking on your feet all day to try and create the kind of content which people will find really interesting and the other most important thing which is what i do and this is why i'm able to generate the 1200 tweets is i engage 
with people. So there will be people who will um, be, you know, using the hashtag and they will write a comment and so on. So respond to that comment just as a person. And, you know, if you, it, it, you know, people always go on their phones and we're all narcissistic to a certain extent in the you know the first thing we do when we go onto our social media platforms is see who's been talking to us so we'll look at our notifications and so if you're engaging with people who are really interested in that particular conference and that hashtag then if you're talking to them you never know you know if you have a conversation just a friendly conversation friendly banter and, and so on you never know who's watching that interaction and um, and and as I'm sure your readers uh, listeners will know, there is a lot of people who lurk on social media, so they won't like your post, they won't retweet your post, they won't engage, but they're watching. And so, if you are not getting into the conversation in the first place, then your brand will never get known. So this is why in this instance, quantity is just as important as quality. And the point is to keep going and keep creating content and vary the content, engage with other people, just be nice. You know, um, you know you're networking with people face to face at an event, but you can also network um, online as well by engaging and talking to them. Fantastic tips. And of course, you know, when companies go to events, they spend a lot of money, right? Just being there, whether they're a sponsor or whether they're attendees, I mean, everything costs money. Uh, so, so using some of these strategies certainly can help you take your event even farther. Uh, making Song, thank you for joining us. Uh, where can people find you on the web? Where can they connect? Oh, definitely on Twitter. So um, my Twitter name is Making T. So that's M-A-Y-K-I-N-G-T-E-A. That's where I am mainly. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.